0: You're listening to Around the Gorge, presented by the Big Red Sports Network, your weekly destination for Big Red Sports. And welcome back to Around the Gorge, presented by the Big Red Sports Network. I'm your host, Gabe Zolot, joined by Jane McNally, and we'd first like to break down what you can expect to find out on this podcast. This week, we will be covering field hockey. First, we will explore the team's coaches, players, and season expectations. Then we will move on to a recap of the last week for field hockey, which will include a player interview discussing the game and the season. Finally, we will finish things off with a preview of the season ahead so that you know what to expect down the road and what exciting games you should keep an eye on. Every week, we alternate sports to include every sport here at Cornell. If you are interested in listening to another team's episode, You can find all of our past episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts by following Around the Gorge. Be sure to check out our Instagram at CornellBRSN for sneak peeks of next week's episode so you don't miss out on future episodes. Now to get things started with a brief exploration of the team, field hockey is led by head coach Andy Smith, who started in 2019. He is from Doncaster, England. And he spent about a decade with USA Field Hockey coaching in various capacities, which included a 13-0 run with the national team, where he served as a drag flick coach and consultant. He was also an assistant coach for the U-20 and U-23 squads and served as the director of the Olympic Development Selection Camps in June 2003 and 2004, so he's got a lot of experience under his belt. So now I'm going to swing it over to Jane for a little bit, who actually is on the field hockey team. It's her freshman year. Jane, what's your experience with Andy Smith like?
1: Andy is a very enthusiastic coach and runs a very interesting style of play. One thing that's very interesting about his coaching style is that our entire practices, we don't do any running or conditioning. He really likes to get us out and playing and simulate game-like experiences throughout practice.
0: Last season, Cornell finished fifth going eight and nine overall and three and four in the conference, despite battling a number of injuries this year, they were selected to finish fourth in the preseason poll. Now, Jane, what are some of the players on your team that are going to be key to the team's success?
1: Yeah. So our team is returning 10 starters this year. Um, One is Caroline Ramsey, who we will talk about later in the episode. Um, She registered 40 points in the 2021 season, which was the team high. She was the National Field Hockey Coaches Association Mideast east All-Region Team and was first team All-Ivy last year. And she's coming off a successful stint with Team USA in South Africa.
0: Another player who is gonna be very important and has been important already in this team's success is fifth-year Claire Jones. She is a forward. She led the team in points in 2019 but missed the entire 2021 season due to injury. So this is a big year for her and has already done a great amount of work in this season.
1: Another key player for us this year is Bridget Mahoney, who is a senior midfielder. She's been described as a dynamo offensively by Coach Smith. And Last year, as a junior, she registered 18 assists in 17 games.
0: Every team needs a good goalkeeper, and Cornell team has a very veteran goalkeeper in Aaron Park. She had a save percentage of 724 in 2021. Now, speaking of goalies, Jane, you are a goalie yourself. Have you been able to learn from sharing the goalie position with Erin Park?
1: Definitely. Erin has a very unique style of play, and she's super fun to watch. And going into the season, I had never played field hockey at such a competitive and fast level. So being able to just watch her and see how she handles the pressure and the really good shots and the speed has been really worthwhile. We previously mentioned how Caroline Ramsey came off a stint with Team USA, but there's also a couple international players on our team that came off of some very successful intensive summer training. Freshman Grace Leahy and twins Olivia and Elizabeth Friedberg trained with the Canadian National Program this summer. Additionally, freshman Georgia Kelly was a part of the Irish National U18 squad.
0: This season is well underway. The team is four and three, which we will get into a little bit, But from a field hockey athlete's perspective, what are your individual goals for the season and what do you think the team's expectations should be based on the seven games already played?
1: Well, on an individual level, I'm really just focusing on adjusting to the uh, level of play and getting acclimated to the team. But as a team, I think we have really big goals this year because I don't think the record last year reflected how good of a team we are. And we're also a very experienced team with really talented young players as well. So I think, obviously, our goals are to win the Ivy League and go as far as we can possibly go.
0: Now, moving on to the recap of last week, field hockey played two games, the first of which was on Friday the 23rd, and that was the first Ivy League game of the season and the home opener. So in this game, the Big Red won 3-1, to one, and it was dominated by a very strong start. Cornell had five shots in the first quarter to Dartmouth's 0 including Natalie Stone's first goal of the season on a loose ball 10 minutes in. Later in the game, Caroline Ramsey also made an impression. Six minutes after the start of the third quarter, she scored on a penalty corner and was assisted by Claire Jones, who we mentioned earlier, and Claire Wolfe. And then with less than five minutes in the fourth quarter remaining, Ramsey had a goal in the top right of the net. This was assisted by Natalie Stone and Claire Wolfe again. Dartmouth managed to rattle off one goal, But that was too little too late in this game, which was dominated by Cornell. Jane, what was your takeaway from this game?
1: This game was super exciting to watch because it was the first Ivy League game. And Ivy League games have so much energy and they're so much more competitive. I think we played really solid for pretty much the entire game. We had a little bit of a defensive breakdown at the end, which allowed a Dartmouth goal. But overall, I think it was a really solid performance and it was a great way to open Ivy League play.
0: Two days later, you guys played Colgate on Sunday, the 25th, and this score had the same number, 3-1 to Cornell, which actually was the series sweep. You guys beat them earlier in the season, I believe. This had an even better start. Two goals in the first quarter and nine shots. The first goal was caused when senior Claire Jones made a no-look pass to Grace Leahy, who tipped the ball into the net. Then, the second goal was found by Ramsey in the back of the net on a penalty corner with four minutes left in the quarter, and this was assisted by Natalie Stone and Claire Wolfe. Grace Leahy again scored her third goal of the season in the fourth quarter after Colgate's keeper couldn't handle the ball, giving Cornell their third goal of the game. A little bit of deja vu occurred in this one as Colgate scored towards the end of the game, but just like the game on Friday, it was too little too late. Jane, on the sideline, what did you see here?
1: I think we opened this game really well. We had a really solid first quarter, like you said, two goals right away. I think we let our foot off the gas a little bit, kind of stooped down to Colgate's level. But then after a speech by Andy at halftime, we really woke up. And especially in the fourth quarter, we picked up our game despite the late goal.
0: Next up, it's time for our interview with none other than Caroline Ramsey. I'm happy to introduce senior defender and captain of the Cornell field hockey team, Caroline Ramsey. How are you doing today?
2: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Now, before we get to talk about the 2022 season, I just want to ask you a couple questions outside of Cornell. It is my understanding that you played in the Junior World Cup and with the U.S. Women's National Team this summer. Can you tell me about what that was like and how that experience has affected you?
2: It's been an awesome experience. It's been great to be able to go. I was able to go to South Africa for the Junior World Cup and then I was able to go to Ireland this summer too with a junior national team and it's just been so fun to get to know different girls that play at different colleges and then um, playing with the women's national team this summer too. It's just bringing field hockey to a whole other level which has been so much fun to be a part of and it's been an awesome learning experience for me too.
0: Is, is there any one moment from the summer that you can identify as like a standout moment, something that you're really proud of or something you're, you're very happy that you were a part of?
2: The team that went to Ireland for the Five Nations tournament for the, for the junior women's national team was just an awesome group of girls. So I think for me, from a field hockey development standpoint, it was just um, a really important experience for me. It gave me a lot of confidence on the field. And it also um, just definitely made me really excited about um, my future with the U.S. team and also um, heading into my season this season at Cornell um, just made me really excited for all the field hockey.
0: You're known for your ability to score on the penalty corner, and you already have numerous goals this season because of that. I believe you had three this weekend. Yeah. Um, What makes you so deadly at netting the ball during the penalty corner? And What strategy, if any, do you have going into these situations?
2: Um, So my freshman year, I started to learn how to drag flick. It's this shot. It's what the shot I do on corners is called. Um, And then once COVID hit, I kind of just decided I was going to practice it in my backyard, um, on my driveway, and then in my backyard for a bit, um, because all of a sudden we had so much free time and nowhere to go and nothing really to do. Um, so I just started training this drag flick and then last season was the first time I was actually able to show the progress I made, I guess. And, um, I mean, (laughs) it's become, it's become a love hate relationship for sure, because of all the time and effort I've put into learning how to do it. But, um, from a penalty corner point of view, I think our success on penalty corners just has gotten stronger as our unit with the inserter and the stopper too has developed. Um, it's an awesome asset to have in our game.
0: You mentioned, um, inserter and stopper,
2: Mm -hmm, the stopper. Yeah.
0: What type of chemistry is necessary between you three?
2: I think, um, I think that's something we've actually been working on a lot this year because it's a slightly different group than we were last year. Um, and I think just, learning each other's rhythm is really important. Um, and the inserter learning the speed of their insert, the stopper learning how to stop a different ball based off of it's, it gets as little into little details as the spin of the ball changes how the stopper needs to stop it. Um, so just the more practice we get as a unit, I think the stronger we get just because we become a lot more comfortable with, um, with each other's skills. Um, And so just as the season gets going, um, you can kind of see our corners get stronger and stronger. Um, And I think that's just a reflection of our corner unit um, becoming more comfortable with each other.
0: And just to clarify for our listeners, the insider hits the ball to the stopper who then sets it up for the shot.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a corner kick in soccer. That's probably the best way I can explain it.
0: And now to discuss the season, the team is four and three, and you recently won your first game on Friday against Dartmouth, your first Ivy game, sorry. It seems like there's big expectations for this team and for yourself even. What makes this team built for success, and how have you been able to deal with this pressure, if there is any?
2: I think that our team actually has so much potential this year. Um, I mean, my senior class, we've been talking – since our freshman year about what we wanted our senior season to look like. And I think that the underclassmen we've had come in below us um, kind of have embodied that same mindset and have that same energy. And so I think in terms of potential for our season this year, I think we're just all very competitive. And I think we all are pretty determined to have a good season and place well in the Ivy league. And I think that um, that shared mindset and those shared goals paired with just our work ethic on the field is going to translate really well this season and then pressure I think um, my coach always says pressure is privilege I think that I think that there's pressure for everyone on the field I think that there's a different sense of pressure as a senior and coming off last season I think that um, I definitely put a lot of pressure on myself and so learning how to balance that I think it's definitely, it's definitely getting there this season. And I think the biggest thing is just um, developing a strong team chemistry on the field. I think that is really helpful to eliminate a lot of pressure.
0: I just want to end it off with one more question. Mm -hmm. I'm sure many of our listeners are not very familiar with the rules of field hockey. And I've been to a handful of games, I struggle with them myself. Are there any strange, quirky rules that you can Uh, Tell us to teach us about the sport and feel free to use an example from a game.
2: I think the biggest rule, the one that gets a lot of people by surprise is um, our sticks are righty only sticks. Um, There's no lefty sticks in field hockey and it's different than ice hockey. You can only use one side of your stick. So the other side is curved and you can't use it. And it's a foul if you use it versus ice hockey. You can obviously use both. So I think that's the one that definitely gets the most people by surprise because you'll have random calls in games that just stop the game. And, um, it's because it's hit the player's back stick or it's hit player's feet. Both of those aren't allowed. Um, but I think from an outside perspective, not using your back stick, especially with everyone knowing ice hockey rules so well is the one that really gets people.
0: If, if you are a lefty playing field hockey are you you're forced to play righty. Yeah,
2: pretty much. There's a couple girls, um, that will try to play lefty, um, it's a very, very interesting technique. Um, they just pretty much play on their. It's it's on your reverse side. So they just play on their reverse all the time. Um, you really don't see it very often, though. So everyone's a righty.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Caroline, for your time. It was great hearing your stories and about the team so far this season. Thank you very much, Kim. Next, we're going to move on to the rest of the season preview. So so far, this team has a record of four and three with 10 games left to play, and a lot of these games are very important. The first of which is a game at Columbia University on Saturday, October 1st. Columbia is 2-5 and and lost their first Ivy League game to Harvard. So they'll be looking to even up their their record in the Ivy League conference, but it's important that Cornell shuts them down. Last year, we won 5-0, and and they'll be looking for an equal match.
1: The next home game is Sunday, October 2nd against Bucknell University at 2 o'clock. Bucknell is 3-6, but historically, Cornell and Bucknell match up well, so expect a very competitive game this Sunday. Everyone should make sure to show up to the game this Sunday, 2 o'clock, at Marsha Dodson Field.
0: Now, aside from crucial Ivy League games, the team also travels to Syracuse on October 9th to play Syracuse. This game is very cool because it is broadcasted on the ACC Network which makes it very accessible for everyone to watch. With only 10 games left in the season, what can we expect from this team? What can they build on? What improvements can, can you guys make? And what can we expect to see from you should you guys make playoffs?
1: I think as we continue to play more games, we're gonna become closer as a group and play more as a unit. So I think we have a lot of upside And we're really, really excited to keep Ivy play going so we can eventually accomplish our goal of winning the Ivy.
0: Are there any opponents in particular you're most interested in playing?
1: We're obviously really excited to play Princeton because they were ranked number one in the Ivy League preseason polls going into the season. And they're currently a top 10 team in the NCAA. We're also really, really excited to play uh, Penn because the seniors on our team have never beaten Penn, and so we're really looking to get redemption on them and continue our strong play.
0: That's all for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed and learned something about field hockey. Please share with your friends and family and follow the podcast on your platform. These two things help us grow the podcast and publicize Cornell Athletics the most. Once again, you can follow Big Red Sports Network on Instagram at CornellBRSN or reach us at www.cornellbrsn.com. For Gabe Zolot and Jane McNally from BRSN, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Around the Gorge. Make sure to follow the podcast and our social media at CornellBRSN, and we'll see you in the next one.